0: It's on the rise I know it it's on the rise it's on the rise I know it I know it it's on the rise I know it it's on the rise it's on the rise I know it I know, I know, I know it, it the quest for adventure it's on the rise I know
1: it I know it the quest for adventure
2: it's on
1: the rise, I know I Hey everybody, welcome to Quest for Adventure, the only podcast where you get to hear four cool guys have some tabletop fun times. I'm Caleb.
3: I'm Bobby. I'm David. And I'm the
0: butt
1: man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, boing, boing. <laughs> That's not the sound butt space. <laughs> boing, boing, boing. boing. Uh, We will be playing, believe it or not, we're gonna be playing (laughs) RPG later. Uh, But before we do that, Bobby, what did you do this week? Uh,
0: I don't have a lot for this week. I I actually watched a lot of movies, but they were all in preparation for our Patreon episode, so they will (laughs) be talked about then. I see. Last night we started. Kaylee and I started watching. uh, I think you should leave. Yeah, the sketch comedy show Tim (laughs) Robinson. Um, and we're almost done with season two now. It's just really funny. It's it's very good. Yeah.
3: The baby hates me cuz I used to be a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very
4: really very quotable mm-hmm. uh, yeah. in that way. Have have you seen Lee Harvey Jarvis yet? I think the baby mm-hmm. pageant. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I yeah. think
0: my favorite one is the uh <laughs> the old man prank. Like the dirty grandpa.
4: (laughs) Oh, uh, where it is an actual really old guy?
1: No, this makes it like a terrible suit. Oh, uh, I I just want to... It might be the first episode. I don't even want to be around around anymore. anymore.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. It's the exact right level of stupid, absurd (laughs) (laughs) comedy that I like.
3: Was he a writer for SNL?
0: I think he was a cast member. Mm-hmm. For a while, I think. Yeah. Okay. He just never cool. was one of the big ones.
4: I think he would write, too. Like, a lot of the cast members wrote things. Because he, he's said before that a lot of what is, at least in earlier seasons, and I think you should leave, were uh, sketches that did not make it right. to broadcast mm-hmm. on SNL. Like, things that were too weird for air.
0: Anyway, that show's really funny. Uh, it is funny.
3: What'd you do, Dave? Been playing Diablo for Wow.
0: How's a season of the deep treating you on Destiny?
3: That's the thing, Bobby. I have not. I have not touched Destiny. <gasps> is
0: it is it dead
3: and buried? No. It'll probably come back. I'll probably. Did you
0: build a church on top of it?
3: No. Uh, no, Bungie kind of did
4: that. T- kind tell of? me about the most important lore drop in years, Dave.
3: Yeah, basically, like in a in a small like three minute cutscene in the middle of like a. Like, lack of content. They basically, like, drop, like, the most important, like, lore in, like, ten years. So, but I, I have not been playing.
4: Season of Malignant's coming, though. Uh, for Diablo 4. <laughs>
3: yeah, for, yeah, for Diablo 4. I'll probably play that.
4: How many games do Season, season of, of Blank? Yeah. I don't, I don't like
1: that. Just, did Fortnite start that? I think it was the Tybo guy, Billy Blanks, started that.
3: <laughs> There's a bunch of stuff getting ready to come out like they've been showing stuff for Baldur's Gate 3. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. my oh my god, it looks incredible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does look good. Dude, it's going to be so good. And then Cyberpunk DLC comes out in September and the Dragon Quest Monsters is coming out sometime. Oh yeah, I'm going to get I'm going to get that for sure. Did you see that like it looks like you're playing as a Pissarro, Pissarro, the yeah. Manslayer, uh-huh. who's the bad guy from Dragon Quest IV. See, the first boss you kill in Dragon <laughs> Quest IV. <laughs> no, when he's... were you going to tell me that I was Pissarro?
0: <laughs> <laughs> they have eggs, right? That they're holding on to,
4: vibrating eggs? It's, so, real question. This is It's Dragon Quest Pokemons, basically? Yeah. yeah. yeah that's what I understood yeah. from the trailer. Okay.
3: Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. We've pretty much played all of them. All the ones that came, came to the States, US. anyway. Oh, so
4: There's this a bunch. isn't There's... a new, new thing. No, 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 no. Okay. absolutely
3: not. Uh, that's what I did.
4: I have been moving, and so I've been playing more of a portable console called the Nintendo Switch. Whoa! Namely, more Tears of the Kingdom. It is still a good game. Uh, still? Yeah, I'm digging it. I'm just like the Kaylee before me. I am like a thousand hours in, and I've beaten two dungeons now. Nice. I have been playing a lot of a new video game that. Was in beta last I spoke of it, but it's now released called Crash Team Rumble. How you liking and it? I like it. I'm still like having difficulty succinctly describing
3: it, but um, it, I saw like the trailers for it and stuff, so it, it it's a real game. Yeah, <laughs> I,
4: it's been interesting. I I have not seen, or I, I've seen more comments of like games critics and and uh, people in the industry saying I was surprised by how much fun I had. That's like right. the repeated refrain which isn't the same as saying it's good. Right. It's just saying, "Man, I thought this was going to be terrible it garbage and it's passable." <laughs> right. I I think just like with the uh the Cart game remake that came out relatively recently, we'll see like the microtransaction hooks like sinking into it, like it's got a battle pass and yeah. stuff, but so they just released at the time of this recording um, everyone's favorite Crash Bandicoot character. We'll all say it on three. One, two, three. Ripper Crash Roo. Roo.
1: Roo. 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 Uh, the great jub-jub. <laughs> so
4: Ripper Roo, uh, the <laughs> second boss in Crash Bandicoot and the first boss in Crash Bandicoot 2, yeah. Cortex Strikes Back. But they also showed their model for how they're going to release characters. There will be like a full release where everybody just gets the character. But then... Like a week or so before that, there will be an early access window where <gasps> wait. I,
0: please. Who's the guy who sounds like Igor from Frankenstein? Or he's like, eh, yeah, that is
4: in Brio, who is a base character in the game.
3: He's my favorite. He's base you, character. So he's base. <laughs> is he I know Gen.
4: In Gen is going to be playable later this season. It feels like a game that I would have imagined when I was in first grade. Where it's like why don't they just make a game where you can just play everybody how would that work <laughs> and as an adult i'd be like that makes no <laughs> sense you can't make and they did and i'm enjoying it yeah <laughs> but um but so they they have this early access window for characters where on every level now there are these special little items like oh to get ripper Roo early you have to pick up these marbles because he's lost his marbles but the, <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't know what kind of reaction he looked directly at me when he said that like I was gonna be like, oh my god, <laughs> marble. You left. You you left. I lost. got the marble. Key demographic for this mode. <laughs> but the thing that
4: frustrated people is, uh, you need sixteen marbles to get. <laughs> Stop looking at me. You can get one 16, marble Caleb. per eight levels. One marble per level. You there was play like two eight.
3: levels per day without paying ninety nine cents. <laughs> yeah, you right. There was I'm just a, kidding.
4: A counter that showed that you can only get five marbles per day. So that means Mm. during the four-day early access period, you have to get the max amount every single day but one. And that Mm -hmm. day, you can go easy and just get one marble. (laughs) Um, And that counter literally did nothing. People found it very quickly. You could go way past five. It didn't matter at all. And the developer came out and they were like, hey, guys, we we saw that our counter isn't working. You can get as many as you want. We're just going to leave it that way. Just go for it. (laughs) And I, as I have expressed before, the Crash Bandicoot fan base is just the Sonic fan base, but, like, less known. <laughs> it's just, like, <laughs> less <known>. 63 <laughs> autistic people that all hang out on one subreddit. <laughs> and so the backlash of, like, hey, I'm sorry you can't play this game for 25 hours today and get everything that you want would have been there would have been dozens of people furious <laughs> right they avoided that i guess dozens of people with
1: thousands of voices <laughs> dozens of people with thousands of voices who are all mobile game whales basically Yeah.
3: something similar happened in diablo 4 yesterday they pushed like a hot fix yeah and so there's supposed to be like these uber grand super mega rare only two people have found in Exodia. the whole game items <laughs> yeah and so they pushed like a patch through where you could find them from these other activities, and they started dropping like hotcakes. It was for a while; it was like the only items you could get were these. So <laughs> a bunch of people got them. I wasn't one; I'm not high enough level. Didn't yeah. play last night, but it's been pretty cool. So maybe, maybe <laughs> they'll do the same thing and be like, "Well, I know that like they, they turned that off or whatever, but they didn't like take away people's items, right? So they might as well because it's like a dumb thing that uh, that's an shouldn't interesting exist.
4: comparison though, because like Diablo Four is a is a real game that people are playing and and so you can almost make a goodwill gesture like that and it it work out for you as a developer and like kind of bolster <laughs> your player base to some extent whereas I understand why they want to ring out all the time they can for yeah. people in this crash bandicoot MOBA <laughs> because yeah. Yeah. they don't know how long people are going to play it and so I, I like as much as I want to as a player say yeah good thing that happened it really worked out well for them I haven't played Crash Team Rumble today, so maybe it didn't. I don't know. Um, but anytime I talk about this game, it just sounds like I'm describing a dream I had once, so I'm going to try and cool it on talking about it. What I do want to talk about is a little film called, and I'm going to look at him while I say it, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. How was Has anyone it? else seen this film?
1: Yes. No,
3: I have not.
4: I Tell me if you disagree. It is not the worst Indiana
3: Jones movie.
1: Well... It's a low bar. I agree. What is your thought? It might be the worst Indiana Jones movie, but I'm not a big hater of Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I think it's a below average movie, and this one is also down there in below average, I think.
4: I famously started the franchise with (laughs) Crystal Skull. Mm -hmm. Right. And so that movie went down pretty smooth for me. Yeah. Um, And then I watched the other three and was Mm -hmm. like, oh, uh -oh." (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh-oh. What's everyone's
0: favorite? I'm curious.
4: Um, for me, it's got to be Raiders, but it's like Raiders for the same reason that Fellowship is my favorite Lord of the Rings. I just like a pretty simple, straightforward story. But I feel like, is Last Crusade like objectively the best?
0: I don't know if it's objectively the best. That's my favorite. Yeah.
1: I I've, Mine's constantly switching, but right now it's Last Crusade. I think Raiders is probably the better film. It, it's a, The pace of Last Crusade is kind of all over the place. Sometimes he's just teleports for a joke <laughs> into the middle of the crowd. <laughs> And you didn't like Dial of Destiny? <laughs> I kind of liked the ending of Dial of Destiny. I heard it was really crazy. It is really crazy. It is really crazy. But, that's, um, but it also is like kind of fun and interesting. Yeah. Uh, As opposed the, to, like,
4: remember this from Indiana Jones? They didn't do that, which I liked. Like, actually, early on in the movie, because for some reason, at least with the first and third Indiana Jones movies, there's this Judeo-Christian thing going on that I feel like a lot of... When, when you talk to someone who isn't big into movies, but like really likes Indiana Jones, you usually hear Crystal Skull hate specifically because they're like, the rest of them weren't crazy like that. Like They have <laughs> right. stuff that, you I know, can't like the Ark Aliens of the Covenant melting one. faces, you know, that's good. <laughs> <Right>. like,
1: <laughs> and, Cut to Temple of Doom, getting possessed by a skull magma right. monster.
4: Something that could really happen. Right, right. <laughs> right. But... uh, this Something one god would allow the, <laughs> the, the way that the fifth one opens like it's literally about a judeo-christian artifact and then basically harrison ford's like oh this is garbage <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I, then I, the I real like thing that. is like introduced uh and i thought i actually liked that i don't know if that was on purpose to be like we're not doing exactly the same yeah beats again there were moments that i think should have worked that didn't like there's all the like little things that you run into with uh the sequel trilogy of Star Wars, for example, like, oh, we're doing a new one. Strap in everybody. It's all your favorites. The lovable rogue. You know, just like <laughs> hitting... Salas
0: back, baby. Sala... Yeah. He's got big
4: teeth. <laughs> and your Glub shadow is here. Yeah. You're gonna yeah. love her. Glup, She's yeah. great. Um and she was fine. But <laughs> Glub shadow was fine. She okay. was fine. I'll uh, take your word for it. M- yeah, his goddaughter. Uh is that Glub Shitto? She was Glub, Glub Shitto
1: in this. I I you, Glub Shitto is it. You a... guys know me, you're gonna have to explain Glub Shitto again. <laughs> uh, just listen to the last okay. episode. <laughs> Alright, this is not a, this is not a thing that anyone outside of this podcast would understand. Yes. It's a My it's God, a, everybody knows Glub Shitto. Yeah.
0: We all love Glub Shitto.
1: I don't know what to believe. Get on the internet.
4: The, Get on it! The, the thing that struck me though, and I think it's a problem that like most, I was going to say most CG movies these days, but I'm just going to say most movies these days, which is the same phrase. When you have an action movie, or a movie that contains action. <laughs> right, Or, or a fast
1: pace in any way.
4: And it happens in front of a green screen. <laughs> it looks really good. It looks really good. Not only does it look really good, I, I think that like the best thing that a, a, an action packed moment in a film can do is establish space. Like, clarify in what area it is happening even if it's like a 300 mile long highway or whatever like it's established space show me what we're working with they do
0: establish the space they're standing in front of the screen right
4: (laughs) Um, right and, and that
1: means the camera can only get so far away
4: and there are like these just long chase sequences and scenes where if if i didn't know what the movie was trying to portray to me, I would think they were just going in a circle, like turning left every time they could <laughs> in a city street. Like there is just no, I guess it's not object permanence, but like there's just no placement in reality
0: yeah, for where no any action is
1: happening. Right, It's all. very like, just
0: crazy. Cause that's what the other Indiana Jones movies yeah, are like. It's so famous for Yeah, it.
1: Yeah. It's, it, it's surprisingly like a transformers movie. Yes. Lots yeah. of like elbow shots of just, elbows and knees and... whose elbow is this i don't know what's going on <laughs> that's me in the theater and, my and, and, there
4: are a lot of big moments. glasses on... again <laughs> <laughs> stop it caleb's <Kayla's> crying Stop <laughs> it. but there are so many moments that feel like they were storyboarded and and the storyboard was just like a stick man of harrison ford doing a thing and they'd be like, it'd be cool if he did this thing but there's no background behind the action at all yeah. and there doesn't need to be i guess yeah. I, I wish there was. But I feel like it'd be way better if there was. I
3: think a lot of people felt that way. That
0: yeah. was that was kind it's of the bomb. Pretty with... dumped on, I think. Oh really? So my, mean, uh, at least like early, I didn't. I didn't it, keep it, up with. It the feels reviews.
1: like a, it feels like a movie that like. The mass audience would be like, Yeah, I okay. saw, I got to see her. Yes. I think
0: it played at like Cannes or Sundance or something first. <laughs> at yeah.
1: Cannes, it did incredibly. Like
4: four minute standing ovation okay. for Harrison Ford. And then the first critical reviews came out and, and they were like, like, Oh, this, this was ass. This sucks, but yeah. <laughs> and then now every like anecdotal comment i have heard about it is like actually this was great <laughs> finally something that isn't about aliens and is the way christ intended
1: time travel movie <laughs> yeah well I, I really did like uh, harrison ford in it he, he's very this indiana best Harrison
4: ford we've gotten in a decade it's, that's it's the probably the okay. worst
1: action but yeah. some of the best harrison ford actually just the past 10 years of harrison ford's been way better than the movies i actually like that he's in <laughs> yeah he's he, a very good old man on a horse mm-hmm I'll, 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 can, hey bobby that's yours you can use you can do whatever you want with that he's a good old man on a horse i'll, I'll say that about <laughs> it let movie. me tell
3: you the secret why caleb because he's an old man on a
1: horse <laughs> i know wow. he can ride a horse and he does it in every movie now and he can be old and he can be old wow yeah so, so I is would,
4: it good <laughs> I,
0: would, I would say uh, watch what movie it, is but good? not necessarily
1: in theaters Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to the theaters. So no, but I think watch. it's worth a watch. If you okay. want to hear like me yelling at the screen that I can't see. <laughs>
0: What's his elbow? I don't
4: know. <laughs> oh, I want to see his elbow. <laughs> Somebody get this elbow off the screen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so too many elbows, one out of ten. <laughs> Caleb, what did you do this week? This week, uh, so I was looking on IMDb at Sam Raimi's IMDb page, and I realized that I had seen all of his movies. I kind of snuck up on them and accidentally watched them. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I, I noticed that Zeno was on there, and so I did a quick Google of Xena to see how much he did of that. And then I got advertised on eBay, uh, the Xena collection for $2. Ooh, so I, did you I, get that from the Goodwill eBay? <laughs>
4: no, no, they didn't send in me In the it. bin under the big bin for <laughs> normal people. They, they sent right? you some book called Zenta.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, and we could win with, it tonight. Along
3: with some Red Lobster coupons. You <laughs> right. said Xena?
1: Yeah, Zena, the warrior princess. warrior princess. Okay, so
3: yeah, well, you have to, spe- you have to specify.
0: Spin off of, of uh, the great Kevin Sorbo Hercules.
1: Show. Is yeah, that, Hercules. Is
4: yeah, that show right. unbelievably horny, or is that just like a weird thing,
1: like a meme, basically? Uh, it is. It's not that horny, but it is some. Okay. I mean, she's like, you kind of like see her cleavage sometimes, and that's about it.
4: <laughs> you are aware she has breasts every once in a while. Yeah. Whoa. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I, mean oh, I, was, I was
0: imitating me watching it. Oh. <laughs> oh God. Whoa. Where's her elbow? <laughs> uh
1: so I started Bruce Campbell's in a lot of episodes, isn't he? Really? I haven't gotten to any yet. So okay. here's what happened. I get the box. I'm an old man, right? So sure. I waddle over to the DVD player and put it
4: in. <laughs> you say, I'm getting too old for this, kid. <laughs> yeah. I,
1: I put the I, the disc one and I put it in and I watch him, right? And (laughs) go on. (laughs) Explain. Did you hit play or not? (laughs) I hit
0: play. It's important to know uh, when these DVDs were made. Do they have crazy intros? Okay. As soon as you put it in, it goes. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I like. Yeah. Yeah. That's the good thing about (laughs) watching old DVDs. So I haven't done
1: any research at this point. So I put the disc one in. I press play. I watched four episodes and they are bangers. They are okay. so good. The show is incredibly good.
3: Does it? Does she fight Stregna in any
1: of these? Is Stregna the she's the one with the whip hair? No, I don't. I haven't seen uh, any whip hairs
4: yet. I thought that was a prescription drug. We should talk yeah. to our doctor about today. <laughs> I'm not,
1: I'm not on my Stregna. That's why I can't remember <laughs> any of these elbows. Uh, so they're all super super good. And it, the show is kind of like uh, if you've ever seen Adventure Time. Where they episodes will just kind of take place wherever, like continuity doesn't matter. If they want to tell a story way in the future, they will, or in the past. Or
3: I watched some of this in the past, that's why I asked if (laughs) she. Man, that segue was so good. I couldn't. (laughs) I
4: flew back to Sicily.
1: (laughs) I
3: saw no. I saw all this really happen. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So I watched four episodes, and I I was like, man, this is so good. I have to. I'm gonna stay up, and I'm even gonna watch two more because I have time before 7 p.m. And my old, before I have to my old man. <laughs> go to bed <laughs> and then I put in I watched the the first episode on the second disc and it's the best episode it's a musical episode oh super and good like right
0: out right out of the gate yeah episode and then five. the second episode oh, it said
1: previously on Xena and then I saw a bunch of stuff that I had never seen before I mm. love that and it turns out that this is a compilation DVD oh <laughs> you were watching oh. Xena's greatest hits right I was, I was chosen Chosen by the fans after watching the behind-the-scenes collection of... <sighs> because the, the show is so long, back then DVDs cost a fortune, and so yeah. you couldn't send them like a giant pack of like a thousand Slack DVDs. Pack. Slack <laughs> pack. yeah. Uh, and so it has so somewhat... that's why they're all great. Yes, and it has somewhat diminished my enjoyment of Aww. them, knowing that these are the absolute this is best as episodes. as good as it gets. This is as good as it gets, and I, I'm missing like... There's just like thirty episodes a season or something wow. absurd like that. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it
0: was how
1: on? many seasons do you yeah. know? Five, I'm gonna say. It's not a ton, but it's yeah. it's and, a it's a good number. Sizable, especially yeah. for a spinoff. Right. Uh but I would suggest uh, watching the complete I don't remember what the Xeno Ultimate Collection. Two dollars <laughs> yeah. on eBay. Okay. Until you decide that they're not as good as you thought they were. <laughs> <laughs> but not because they weren't that good; just, just there were worse ones out there the <laughs> in the void, right? Obtained. Maybe we'll get. Maybe I'll get some more that are like more like bottle episodes as we go on. But it kind of seems like the first five are like genuinely good, and then because these are voted on by the fans, it kind of seems like the remaining ones are like this event happens, which was big in the story, even though uh, the episode isn't actually that good. Yeah. yeah, okay. But maybe I'll keep watching more. We'll see what happens. I, got, I remember liking it as a kid. Yeah, it was it was fun. The first episode was very Sam Raimi. But I don't think he had anything to do with it. <laughs> Basically. yeah, Maybe it was a coincidence. Uh, I know he
0: and uh, not Ivan. Who's the other one? Ted. Ted. Ted Raimi. I know Bruce Campbell and Ted Raimi are like a like a duo, <laughs> recurring <sighs> like thief duo or uh, something. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ted, Ted uh, Raimi's uh, been in a
1: few of them. He's pretty funny. Are you boys ready for some RPG? Tabletop later? RPG? Just
0: third edition, right? Still?
1: Uh, we, yes. Wait a minute. What time is it? Yes. We just <laughs> hit third edition. Again? It's finally the release date. Oh. What's, the, what's the new mechanic? Now, well, now the, the beta is finally closed. Uh, this is the official third edition.
0: Now we're on the Did Delta. Did we collect
1: enough marbles that we can
4: still play third edition? <laughs> or is it going away into the Disney Vault? Uh,
1: those will keep going up. The that's all that's all that's the, the, the only counter doesn't do anything. That's the only statement I have is yes. that you can keep playing third edition and those numbers will go up. Man, can I give you money? <laughs>
0: <Please>. Yes.
1: <laughs>
4: yes. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Yahoo! And then the Xena theme plays.
1: Okay, gentlemen, uh, the last episode, after the episode, we agreed that we are going to get Orgot back, baby. What? Uh, now, the great thing about RPG Later 3.0 is its new rapid adventure system. Rapid adventure. Okay. Raz? So we
3: we, we gotta like get Raz.
1: Oh,
4: let's get Raz. Yeah. yeah. Right, let's is this where it. we
3: roll 2D10? The 3D10, right? And uh, no, no. That oh.
1: You're confusing the- Shut up. Uh, that was two 0. That was the travel encounter system. This is the this is the new hyper advanced. We have AIs are programming a computer that's feeding its data to me right now.
3: Perfect.
4: Yeah, I wondered why you had all that slop on you. And <laughs> yeah, the spoons so I, feeding yeah, it, right into your brain. Right. Yeah.
1: The slop. The slop is so I don't burst into flames. My flesh doesn't alight. Oh, okay. So here's what I'd like each of you to do. I'd like you to find your worst modifier and your best modifier. And if they tie, you get to pick which one. As uh, the AIs have commanded me. <laughs> Animal Crossing AI has been <laughs> Every episode of Quest for Adventure has six acts. Is that true? Are you, are Think you about t- it. Are you telling, the, telling me that the AIs lied to me? I need to know if they Would you like to speak into the that digital microphone that these AI are lying? <laughs>
0: okay, go on.
1: Okay, so we have the opening, one, two, the setup, three, first contact, four, (laughs) raise the stakes, five, action, and six, resolution. Since you are opposing the character Orgot, you are going to be opposing the human Bobby. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Spencer and David will be. Yeah. Each of you is going to have a bad dice, which is your lowest modifier, a neutral dice, which is just a zero. And then a good dice, which is your highest modifier. So, David and Spencer, I would like you to choose the between the acts. I would like you to distribute your dice. So, if it's important to you that the opening is really good, you want to put the positive dice on the opening.
3: We all opening is going to be my worst. <laughs> okay. We always got to start, start off on the bad. The it, worst. It's many how many like every episode <laughs> goes. We, we immediately fail and then we struggle and then we say we'll
1: see him next week. Okay, so David In the has the opening, put... <laughs> Has put his bad dice on the opening. What about the setup?
4: I, I think I would give my neutral die to the setup.
1: What about the first contact? I want to give my bad die to first contact. Not important, says Spencer.
3: <laughs> well, if we put our good roll towards the resolution, it'll yeah. just happen, right? <laughs> <laughs> David gets it. <laughs> See, they've already gamed the system here. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, act four, raise the stakes. Uh, my good dice uh act five the action my good die what but that's both the good die what about the resolution <laughs> i fools. know how quest
4: for adventure episodes work <laughs> the action and like rising stuff is always pretty solid the resolution's like and then they went so <laughs>
3: all we have left is my neutral
4: die
1: right i think so neutral on the resolution i guess it's gotta be Orgot, what you will be able to do since this is a two-on-one you have extra power yeah so after you hear yeah. the result you can choose to re-roll with any of your dice but you can only use each of them once and there are six acts the opening All david right. your bad dice so th- this is going to be a failure a partial and a success or your three outcomes
0: i want it to go poorly is that correct it's up to you okay
1: got an 11 okay with 11 that is a partial so i'm going to read the partial to you if you want to change it or want to tr- attempt to re-roll it you can While attempting to gather supplies for the upcoming snatch and grab of Orgot, you find yourself defending the efficacy of squiggle pens to a patrolling group of merfolk. The majority of the merfolk refuse to help you in your endeavor. However, an especially saucy looking walrus woman gave you her cellstone number in case of an emergency. If only you could figure out which numbers she wrote. Oh, because
4: the squiggle pen? (laughs) Man, that's pretty good. (laughs) Are squiggle pens just a funny quest for adventure thing or is that something that actually exists?
1: That's something that exists. Remember those like shaky pens that uh, only girls yeah. were allowed to use yeah. in elementary school? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm imagining just a regular pen but it's got a big pom pom on the end of it. Oh no way. So here's you, you, here's what this thing is. So ima- imagine like you know those ma- those lights that doctors put in your ear? Yeah. It's that big, but it's a pen and it has two giant batteries in it. And a motor that spins constantly. I've never seen one of these in my (laughs) life. (laughs) And a lot of times they light up, too. And so when you try to draw a straight line, it makes like a loop-de-loop.
3: Yeah, they just, it's like they put like a (laughs) a controller rumbler at the top of a pin, and so it's like shaking as you try to write. (laughs) That
1: is so dumb. That's awesome. (laughs) I need a squiggle (laughs) pin stat. (laughs) Uh, The setup. Spencer's neutral dice. That is a five, Caleb. That is a failure on the setup. Bobby, do you want to re-roll I'll allow it. Ooh. (laughs) Uh, Making your way into Groovy's bubble, you disguise yourselves as a pair of servers. You discover that Orgot and Groovy are about to finalize their friendship with a ceremonial BFF dinner. It's up to you to secretly ruin the dinner and reveal how shallow their friendship truly is. It's an okay twist on a classic setup, but the fans aren't impressed. (laughs) You okay with that, Bobby? Yeah. All right. Act three, first contact, Spencer's bad dice. That is a six. I'll allow it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. A series of bad rolls combined with a sleepless night's worth of energy make this a real stinker. The players immediately find a flaw in Caleb's new special dice roll and abuse the system to circumvent most of the planned episode. After very little happens, Groovy wants to fight the party. Mega fan Matt leaves a bad iTunes review under the username <laughs> Special Dice Roll. <laughs>
2: oh,
0: no. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely letting that slide.
1: <laughs> don't forget, you can improve these too, Bobby. I don't want to. I <laughs> it's love perfect. This.
0: this is great.
1: That's the great thing about uh, RPG Later 3.0. It gives you all the fun of an episode without <laughs> all the work. We, is... can
0: be, we can be out of here talking about Pazuzu in the
1: next
3: ten minutes. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
1: All right, so act four, raise the stakes. David, your good dice. My good dice. This is where things take a turn it's
3: Plus for the good. Plus three, baby. We'll see. That's
1: a 20. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, so that's a success. No, Bobby, please. <laughs> Through the events of the adventure, something snaps, and the veneer fades. A thick layer of groovy is peeled away. You discover <laughs> he is not always a fun-loving elf. He as it is, most vulnerable. Will you take this opportunity to make your leave? Will you choose to be a friend to him? Dare you try to do both? It, we have the opportunity to both be his friend and leave. Sounds like a pretty good story to me. I agree.
4: The stakes <laughs> is... feel raised. Bobby, what your
1: thoughts? I'll allow it. Okay. <gasps> he wants out. Orgot wants out. <laughs> okay. Five is the action. Spencer's good dice. Hmm. I can see these dice. That's a 13. A 13 is a partial. As the events unfold, you see yourself in Groovy's nature. The frustration you feel with his selfishness turns into pity. You come to understand that Groovy can't even help himself, much less you. Both parties come to the same understanding, and it's understood that it's time to part ways.
0: I'm gonna <gasps> force a re-roll with my bad
4: dice. Oh, man. <laughs>
1: so I re negative two.
0: with a, negative, with a neg- two.
4: negative two. Okay. This could go okay
1: for it me. It could a three. <laughs> Another failure. Almost immediately, things escalate, and Groovy is quickly killed by a bad roll of the dice. <laughs> <laughs> that is not what I expected. <laughs> the party is shocked. The rest of the adventure is nameless fishmen chasing the gang out of the bubble ship. After the episode airs, Papa John's calls to let us know. Even though they weren't considering it before, they will absolutely not be sponsoring the show. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs>
3: Do we get his stuff? Do we, Let's we find out the resolution, David. My with, God. Uh, with your neutral dice. My neutral dice. I better get that Come jacket. on, David. I gotta get this jacket. 16.
1: As you leave, you think of your last moments with Groovy. <laughs> <laughs> you think of the knife piercing his jugular vein <laughs> you seem to understand him now more than ever not even counting his ship and your relationship with the fishmen the understanding that Groovy has provided will certainly serve you going forward you've come away with an understanding as valuable as the continuum Taraxacum itself Ooh. the moonlight shines on the three figures sitting side by side on a large inflatable slice of Sabaro's pizza Aww. The friends can't help but hum Groovy's favorite song. I wrote this wrong, but it's funny. The the back to the Indiana Jones theme song. <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta re roll. You gotta re-roll.
4: Oh no. Neutral.
3: With- Dude, what do you think killed Groovy? Do you think like he got Belks and pushed him into the gears? <laughs> I-, I think Belkson
4: became a wall to protect someone from Gonca. something and then fell over on it. <laughs>
1: it's
3: a six. Okay, back to a failure.
1: Man, Bobby. (laughs) Things being the way they are, you're not sure if any value can be had from Groovy's power. This latest adventure has left his ship in shambles and the fishmen angry. Perhaps things were better before you came into Groovy's life. (laughs) Things certainly would have been less complicated. Three figures traveling into the moonlight, silently adrift on an inflatable Sabaro's pizza slice. And that is where we are now. One episode into the future. Have fun.
3: (laughs) Well, that sucked.
4: No, that was good. That was great.
3: What'd well, you think so,
4: <laughs> We'll be able to pump out like six of those in a regular recording span and then just kinda have it for the year. These, These episodes are... are getting really short. This one's three minutes long. <laughs> Did you guys hear about that that uh, Patreon exclusive movie podcast that is that really weird free version? <laughs>
1: uh Orgot, what what's the tone like? Uh, not great, Kayla. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the after show. We actually skipped the whole show. Inside the actor's studio.
2: Okay, so the, the
1: tone on the floating pizza slice is not good. Uh, groovy. I'm pouting on a pepperoni. <laughs> That's his blues album. Uh, his first studio album, the EP. <laughs>
4: pouting on a pepperoni.
1: All right, ha- having no choice now but to follow the remaining bracelet which, as you now see, points uh, south into Dragonfall. You travel along the coast, as it is, at this point, the only way to travel. The land now blanketed with... Pepperonis. With pepperonis. (laughs) uh, With bodies of germankos and animals feasting on it. Daylight starts to appear. You've been traveling all night. In the darkness that's still there, you can see the blue light coming from the center of Dragonfall. Um, You're traveling along the western coast of Dragonfall, and and you see that the miasma, the small layer of miasma that was laying on top of the ocean that you're on uh, is beginning to become thick and is actually moving directly away from the way that your bracelet is pointing. Will you all give me focus checks? 14 for Orgot. That's a 17 for Belts. Hot 6. Hot 6, okay. So I'm going to introduce what I'm going to call the Germanco that lived roll. Anytime you guys fail a roll because the stakes are so high in this adventure, you are going to draw from the Germanco deck, which I have <gasps> here. Ooh, we it will introduce into this scenario a Jermenko that lived. Okay, but is soulless? Can I pick from any games. of them? Uh, yeah. Don't Did look you... at them. Just draw. No, no, no yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, draw random. I, I randomly, just want yeah. to make sure yeah. you didn't have them like no, in, a in a certain order. order. Nope. Kind
3: of large goose,
1: okay, uh as you make your way along the coast of the uh, of dragonfall, you see there's this outcropping in dragonfall where the miasma is pouring out more deeply. You make landfall uh and David you hear this uh unsatisfying crunch as you step onto the beach. oh,
3: I think it's the honk of the kind of large goose Jabaica. <laughs>
1: And as you you look down, you do see, in fact, you have stepped into this sort of strange nest uh, with these (laughs) golden eggs with these tiny hats on each of them.
3: Can I put a little sour on the egg with a hat? Oh, you might.
1: Yeah, you can.
3: All right. Cool. I do it. I do it.
1: Yeah, I'm an egg now. Perfect.
4: (laughs) Do I have a hat on?
1: (laughs) You do. You do. You sure do. (laughs) All right. Uh, the two gentlemen who made good focus checks uh, do hear in the distance sort of this honking noise. Uh, and you you see this strange figure sort of looming over uh, the, the newly risen sun, uh, this silhouette, a lot like a bird. Uh, and you do, in fact, notice that it is kind of large and it is coming right for Felix. Kind of
4: large for a goose, or kind of large compared to Germanko. Kind of large for a goose. You're like, is that a swan? Are those bigger? No, they like are. It's, it's kind of like, like that. Oh, size. Okay.
0: What was that honking? Was that you farting, said <laughs>
4: <laughs> No, you know I can't do that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, as it, as Stop you make, it. you make like the, jal- it.
3: You make the jalopy sound. <laughs> 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 like <and> smog emits.
1: <laughs> Uh, Did you say it's flying at Felix? It is flying at Felix. What, what would you like to do, Felix? What
3: kind of hat are we talking about?
1: Uh, <laughs> pr- pretty t- t- smaller than a normal hat, but a oh, kind sm- of large, like hat. a small, <laughs> like it would fit on a kind of a big kind goose. of large
3: goose with a kind of small hat. Yeah, I want to grab the hat.
1: Okay, are you going to uh, take damage from this goose?
3: Well, I want to try to dodge out of the way and see if I can grab at the hat. I would prefer to <laughs> dodge and okay. not take damage, but if I get like a if I get a really good. We're talking like extra good dex check. I want to snatch this hat.
1: Okay. A 16. Okay. With a 16, you are able to leap out of the way. Uh, You can't quite snatch the hat, but you are able to knock it off into the water. Uh, The goose is going to fly by you, uh, and you do notice that it has these large thorns It appears on the end of its wings. Ooh. And these large claws. And in fact, it has four pairs of feet. Four feet. Two pairs of feet. (laughs) 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 Rather. And it does fly past where Felix was and right towards Belkson. What would you like to do?
4: I want to hold up my Mega Man arm cannon and go for a kill shot. (laughs) Okay.
1: A headshot 13 with my ray of force. Okay. Yeah, you do place it precisely in the goose chest as it flies by. Uh, However, you at the last moment realize that behind the goose is Orgot. Would you like to pull your gun into the air and hit neither or hit both?
0: Orgod's currently giving you the middle finger. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> slow motion on <laughs> the other side of the
3: goose. And he did just tell you that you fart. No, he's that I still, can't. <laughs> he's still <laughs> slow he's motion. Remote. Reminding me. <laughs>
1: uh, you see Belkson kind of frown, and then fire has gone up <laughs> in the air, missing both of them. Uh, yeah, the goose does fly by you, knocking you both back. Uh, just your butts into the water off the pizza slice, which does start to drift back into the ocean. Okay, the goose has flown past you, but uh, it does appear like it is swooping back around to come back to you. The, on the opening of the uh, Into Dragonfall, the Miasma, it does appear that there is a uh, cavern, and it is in fact exactly where your bracelet is pointing.
3: And we're still in combat with the goose? It's
1: up to you. It is only a goose, a kind of large goose. Kind of, but it's theoretically... Extra sharp. and runs over to Orgot, and he says, I'm,
4: I'm through freaking around with this thing! <laughs> Do do the th- loud thing you do, and he turns his hand into a, uh, a megaphone okay. and puts it in front of Orgot, and I want to either give him advantage or Ooh. make his
1: uh, scream more potent. Okay, How about you give me charisma, then? Let's see if you can even do this with Orgot. Make my hand into a megaphone? No, see, see, see if he... it even
0: works on me. Right, like uh, if, if he's oh, even going to okay. try and listen to you.
4: That is a double natural one. Oh my god! And a
1: negative two at that. So that is a zero. All right. Yeah. Uh,
0: I think I. I think I scream in his
1: face instead. (laughs) Yeah. You you see. You see Belkson turn his hand into what you kind of makes out. It looks like maybe it's an axe or something. He's starting to swing it at you.
0: (laughs) Okay. So I'm going to use fear of the green god on Belkson. Okay. (laughs) Um, and
4: I go whoa. What's the waveform look like on that? Well, that's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> not yeah, terrible. No, yeah, I didn't clip okay, at so all. Okay, so
0: focus check. That's an 11. Okay, so on a success, you knock a nearby opponent off their footing with a look of righteousness. Um, <laughs> the target is afraid. Partial, the later man decides whether the target becomes hostile and makes the situation worse.
4: Do
1: I become hostile? <laughs> uh, yes, you do become hostile. I'll leave that up to you, though. It does frustrate you to no end that you were supposed to be helping Orgot, and he has now blasted you back into the ocean. You suck,
4: Balkson! Not me! <laughs> the goose! You suck!
3: Alright, I want he's to. He's talking into the megaphone at you. <laughs> no! <laughs> uh, I want to put the egg down.
4: With a little sour attached? I want to take, take a little sour off the <laughs> egg.
3: <laughs> and we? And, be like, sorry, sorry, put the, he, I've the egg I've never he's... had
2: a hat
4: before! <laughs> I hope I never lose it. <laughs>
3: does she say that as it's happening? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> woo, woo. Okay. Oh, so I yeah, do that, so... and then let's just for a second, like let's, we're gonna see if this even works. And then I, I put the egg down. I was like, sorry, and back away. It's like sorry, I didn't, I didn't know they were your eggs. Is it still like after me?
1: It does seem like it. And you have crushed at least one of
3: them. They're not solid gold.
1: No. <laughs> Seems like they're made of yolk. Hecky what an correct. idiot.
3: <laughs> no, I wanted real gold eggs.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Caleb. <laughs> no. You wanted them. You should have told me before the episode. <laughs> you have to introduce your next system
1: for <laughs> yeah. RPG later. should have 3. made it one of your pursuits.
3: A real gold egg. I guess I'm going to kill the goose. <laughs> okay. Take out my short sword and try to cut its head off.
1: Okay, it is coming back towards you. And there's no telling what sort of unspeakable things this Jermanko has done. <laughs>
3: uh, that's a partial.
1: Okay, with a partial... Uh, would you like to be able to hold your ground? Or would you like to collapse, but successfully strike it?
3: I would like to collapse, but successfully strike it. I want to fall on that dang egg. <laughs> okay. No,
2: the that, golden egg. It's not is. really gold. <laughs> oh. oh <yeah. laughs> He's
1: that still is, talking to you through a megaphone. That is exactly what happens. The, the four feet of the mutant goose slaps at you, uh, knocking you down, your butt smashing the eggs. However, you are able to put your short sword through it it does collapse dead.
3: Uh anybody want goose tonight? <laughs> no.
0: I want my friend back. I like we the not
4: idea talk about it the friendship dinner they were going to have us roast goose. <laughs> and so he's <we> like <laughs> imagining like having like a flashback <laughs> as this is happening.
0: <laughs> a wall falls on him from above. <laughs> 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 yeah, is trying to be a bridge
3: for Felix to walk walk across the cow. <laughs> he just falls what? on uh, the
1: the goose debacle is over, gentlemen. How, uh, we're probably not hungry,
3: right? Did we get any borrow
1: on the way out? Oh yeah, you, you got plenty to eat. All right, perfect. <laughs> you got you got some gift bags to go, even though you died. <laughs> uh, they were chasing <laughs> us out with who, who was <laughs> the the boxes? In, yeah, who is
0: the second in command?
1: The I, guy? No one. But they're kind of like a good community. They kind of understand. Okay. Dude. They got plenty of cheddars, so you <laughs> yeah. can have some.
0: <laughs> or or God wise, it, it, there was a certain amount of magic going on with their friendship—literal magic, right? Like. Some kind of brainwashing yeah. to an extent.
1: I wouldn't. I wouldn't call it brainwashing, but yes, Groovy is uh, unnaturally charming. Something that a mortal wouldn't be expected to withstand without foreknowledge.
0: And, and has that been broken with his death?
1: It has been broken, but okay. that's not to say that what was formed wasn't also. Yeah, sincere. yeah,
0: yeah. No, I'm still mad, but right. Okay. We made not him a martyr, mad. basically. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm gonna go in the dang cave. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll 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 marches in you. after.
1: Yeah. As you enter the cave, you do immediately uh, notice a smell that smells familiar to you, uh, Felix specifically. Uh, Smells like
0: Belkson farting.
3: (laughs) You know I
1: can't fart. (laughs) Stop it. Guys, listen.
3: You know he can't fart.
1: Mm -hmm. makes me
0: feel good to say it (laughs) what's
1: the next one you know he can't fart get over we killed your best friend (laughs) i think we both have grievances (laughs) two wrongs don't make a right (laughs) uh so what do i smell you smell the decay of vampires um and as you enter the cave uh you also see that the floor is littered with them littered with vampires vampires dead Dead vampires, and and not only dead—they appear to have had their blood sucked out of them. Man, well, that's better too. Tables turned, huh? (laughs) You kick one of them.
3: (laughs) Looks like, looks like garbage. Looks like the (laughs) suckers got sucked.
4: (laughs) Right. Um, I want to look around to see if there's anything uh, that we could pinpoint as like a source to this death and decay, or if it's just a big empty
1: cavern full of bodies sure give me intelligence or focus depending on how you want to perceive it that is a 15 focus so examining the bodies of the vampires you do recognize that the wounds uh, match up with with the victims you've seen of normal vampires meaning that the the two holes in the neck and it has been drained of their blood you also notice that the way the bodies are lined up uh, it doesn't appear like they have been killed and then just dropped where they are they're actually lined up almost like they've been killed and then placed in a certain order.
0: Let's go deeper. Yeah, okay. how does it continue on? Is it lit? It is
1: not lit, uh, but it does It does seem like it goes deeper.
0: I get behind Belkson and flick on his headlights.
1: <laughs>
0: that oh, that's a, the blinker. Uh,
4: <laughs> <laughs> just one of his eyes winking over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, and as the, the cave does light up, you see that the inside of this cave, Near the entrance is mostly worn down in rock, but as you go deeper and deeper, you see these uh, ornate decorations begin to appear, and they have not been as worn down. Um, And you recognize them as dwarvish engravings and carvings. I would like to read the dwarvish uh, intelligence. And do not forget that a failed roll brings a draw from the Jermenko deck.
0: Hold on. Does Jermenko start with a G? (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Of course. (laughs) What do you mean? What? (laughs) (laughs) it
3: definitely doesn't, right? It definitely no, has not like in the past. lighting us
4: right now. Uh, that's a 10 for the Germanko deck. <laughs> <laughs> there are Gs
1: on the cards, that's why. Okay. Uh, giant octopus. Okay. We should be fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, as you begin to uh, light up this cave, you do hear a noise behind you, large splashing and gurgling.
4: Would you keep it down back there, Orgot? <laughs>
1: Sorry, I guess I got the
0: farts today.
4: That sound really bad. I am frustrated, <laughs> but somewhat concerned
1: as well.
0: I, I kick at his tires. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then you sort of hear this sort of like screeching and whirling. Whordling whordle? <laughs> <like> Whordling <laughs> um, And I want to slowly turn around and the headlights like <laughs> you know, illuminate slowly. Uh, yeah, and as you do slowly, uh, examining the intricate designs of this cave. Uh, turn those down. <laughs> yeah, you see the silhouettes of Orgot, his bright lizard eyes glowing red, uh, and then you see these two enormous eyes behind him also glowing red. And what appears- are you looking at? <laughs> and it appears uh, that this large creature has crammed itself into the entrance of the cave uh, and is attempting to grab at you. Take
0: a picture it'll last longer. <laughs> uh, Orgot. Feelings.
3: <laughs> can i try to shoot a fireball at him for comp- sure okay
1: it's at 18 you are able to place a fireball directly in its eye its smushy body does smush back a few feet <laughs> but it does appear like it is probably stuck based on the amount of flesh that's hanging on the corners of this cave uh, but it does look unhappy and uncomfortable now all right now yeah, the, the creature in a rage is going to attempt to grasp onto Orgot's feet
0: I think I'm just now like turning around.
1: <laughs> now the fireball flew over your shoulder. He's just mm-hmm. obstinate. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you see the creature is grabbing Norgot's feet belts. And what would you like to do? Um, is I'm he wa- sort of slowly and very dramatically turning around? What is it that's so important <laughs> <laughs> that you had to throw a fireball? <laughs> um,
0: uh, so, yeah, as soon as I'm turning around, I'm going to try and punch him in the
1: eye. <laughs> okay. Out of instinct. Yeah. Uh, give me the attack roll. Twelve. Okay, yeah. With the twelve, uh, you are able to uh, strike the creature. Uh, however, it being so big, you do notice that your hand gets stuck in sort of this viscous, thick membrane layer. Uh, would you like to continue to attack through it, or would you like to yank your hand out before it gets stuck in this mucus layer?
0: I feel like it was it was instinctual, so I am just gonna pull back if I can.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah. You are able to quickly enough pull back before striking the creature proper. You do have this disgusting goo sitting on your hand, but it doesn't seem to be poison or toxic. Uh, Belkson.
4: So you said that it reached for him. Like, is
1: there a tentacle close to us now? Yeah. So looking around the cave, um, it seems like the cave itself is maybe 10 feet tall and mostly rounded. uh, And most of the space is taken up by its large head. It's actually an enormous creature. However, on the lower part of it, some of the tentacles were able to sort of squirm their way through towards Orgot
4: i want to as or got established uh i do have my wheels out i'm in rollerblade mode and i want to pick up one of my feet and then spin up the wheel really fast like use the motor just uh-huh. like, zzz, and then stomp on the closest tentacle with my sped up wheel trying <laughs> okay. to like you know both the force of the stomp and then also like Whatever additional friction that would do. Uh-huh. Maybe right. cut off a tentacle.
1: Okay. Give me a roll. This this might be a light hammer's kind of situation. <laughs> we'll see what the rolls do. It's a light hammer situation. Uh-huh. I'm assuming
4: that's a strength, maybe, or... Uh, probably, yeah. Probably doesn't matter. I, I rolled a four. Okay. flat four.
1: Well, I got some bad news for you, Spencer.
0: The g Manco, deck. Do you want to
1: grab one of these for him, Bobby? Zombie. Okay. As you do attempt to crush down on one of the tentacles uh it is strange because that was the perfect move to crush a tentacle however upon pressing down on it that feels a little mean (laughs) (laughs) pressing down on it uh you feel a strange crunch as if the tentacle is full of bones and in fact you realize that it is not a tentacle it is a zombie germanco which is crawled its way underneath the octopus to get to to I thought you you were
4: going to make the octopus a zombie octopus.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What kind of hat are we talking about? A decayed hat. It has the top of it sort of popped open. Like a tin can. Ooh, ooh. ooh. all right. Have you, des-
4: have you described the hat for the octopus yet? <laughs> it's a
1: really tiny hat that keeps quivering oh, all over cute. it. It's, it's like it's slowly drooping down the ooze on its skin. <laughs> and it keeps adjusting it yeah. back up every few minutes. <laughs> uh, I guess Orgot, the zombie, is going to attempt to also grab your feet.
0: Are they both already grabbed?
1: Uh, no, you were able to stun it enough with your punch that the octopus reeled back. Uh, however, the zombie is close enough to you that it is going to try and grab you as well.
0: He's on the ground?
1: He is on the ground.
0: I'm going to try and jump on top of him. We're going to ride him like a surfboard. <laughs> <All> <laughs> the Jamaico right, that lived is a beach ball. Hey! <laughs>
2: okay.
1: All right. So unfortunately, the octopus creature uh, is making quite a ruckus now, screaming and, and squelching, uh, attempting to get out of the cave that it's stuck in. Uh, the zombie, it's it's bones protruding up into the octopus. The octopus is able to make its way out of the cave a bit, uh, and then you hear a noise, sort of a, po,
4: <laughs> Only the strongest Germankos survives. <laughs> this <laughs> are so, like slowly floated. Is it one of the, the, the huge ones?
1: <laughs> uh, and you do see uh, what appears to be a perfectly normal beach ball. Uh, where some of the panels are clear and some of them are colored. And inside the clear panels, you do see a top hat. Oh, nice. it's inside of the ball? That's yes, cute. Yes, that is bouncing towards you.
3: I got a fireball. It. Oh, no. <laughs> All right.
1: We got another draw from the Jermanko deck. Oh, no. We got pterodactyl. <laughs> 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 All right, seeing the delicious beach ball floating (laughs) into the cave, a pterodactyl wearing a fancy suit and a top hat flies in to attempt to catch it. Uh, Not realizing how light it is, it passes right through it. It's going to crash into you, Felix. What would you like to do? I got to try to dodge. Okay. 21. Okay, well, 21, you are able to leap out of the way. Uh, The cave now getting quite cramped (laughs) as a a beach ball bounces between you and Orgot. Uh, The pterodactyl flying past you deeper into the cave.
3: We can probably just get out of here, right? The zombie
1: crawling to or- Orgot's feet and the octopus now re entering the cave coming for you. Yeah, is there a path deeper into the cave? That's where the pterodactyl went? Yeah, the pterodactyl is going deeper in the cave. Not on purpose, but right. careening
4: into it. Okay. Belkson's going to reach behind his head and change from his headlights to his emergency lights. And so he just <laughs> starts blinking the like, both blinkers over and over. <laughs> Guys, we got to get out of here. This is going from. Bad to more bad. The beach ball. The beach ball. <laughs> Boom. And then he starts Boom. to skate down the, the path deeper
1: into the cave. Okay. Everyone going to follow? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Unfortunately, the pterodactyl has now uh, slowed down. He With his wings, he does fill up the space. So what would you like to do?
4: I want to uh, shoulder check the pterodactyl and like use my momentum.
1: Push past him?
4: Uh, You're gonna create an opening for everyone else. Yeah, just like push through. Or are you him, just gonna kind of like slam New York, the wall? New York, bump into? I'm him? I'm walking so... here. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Like football player. Like okay. <laughs> he's going to
3: break his bones. Yes. Okay.
1: That is a seventeen. Okay, with a seventeen, you are able to, uh, with your the weight of your metallic body, smash through him, <laughs> sending him into the the wall. And it does appear like he is quite confused after this happens. Uh, his hat flies off, and he sort of. Uh, pawing around on the ground, trying to find in the Can darkness. Can I roll to
4: grab the hat as it falls?
1: <laughs> you have to roll. So yes. Yeah, I feel like that's pretty. Okay. Reasonable. What does do the hat
4: it. look like? Have we established that for the pterodactyl? Oh, this
1: one is a. It's it's a hat made of like leather, but there's like a old timey bone going through the front of it. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> I got it. I guess that would be dexterity. Bone man. That's a dexterity from Belkson. That is a twelve. It, it seems like uh, the pterodactyl finds the hat at the exact moment you do, and both of your uh, his claws in your hands grab it. So you can let it go or you can try to fight the pterodactyl. Get that son of a bitch! <laughs> yeah, I want <laughs> to I the say the to the pterodactyl. <laughs>
3: no. <laughs> no.
4: Um, I, you should get him. I want a Three Stooges two finger eye gouge. Nice
1: yeah. <laughs> okay. guy, eh? Yeah, yeah. Wow, wee, wow, wow. That is an 18. <laughs> Ka- Okay, yeah, you, you do set your two uh, metal fingers and you crush into his eyeballs.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the pterodactyl does reel back, holding them, hat firmly on the ground.
4: Yeah, I pick up the hat and I go, we gotta get out of here. <laughs> 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 <Come on. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> I put the hat on as we go.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, you are able to fairly successfully make your way through the cave. The octopus stuck, the pterodactyl blind. Uh, the zombie slow and the beach ball still bouncing. Still a beach ball, Dum- <laughs> but Dum- slow. <laughs> sort of aimlessly bouncing around the other mm-hmm. figures. Have
4: you guys heard that uh, the thing like you instantly get a hundred million dollars on the terms that there is forever an immortal, impervious snail following yeah, you, I've heard about this, and yeah. like it can never die, it never needs to eat, and it is always just chasing you, and it always knows where you are. Would you take that?
0: But if it touches you, you die. Yeah, whatever. that's if very different. You, you did
1: not yeah, mention. Sorry, that. sorry yes. <laughs> if it touches you, uh, <laughs> oh, you die. Uh, no. A Million dollars isn't that much. A hundred million dollars. A hundred million. Still no. You don't think so? I don't know. No. No, okay. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. I'm living a pretty yeah. good life with like way less than a hundred million. <laughs> yeah, I would take it. I would take it too. Would you take it, David?
3: Uh, can you not die if the snail doesn't touch you? Are you immortal? No, I don't think so. <laughs> no, okay. natural causes That's, you can die. Somebody, somebody talked about this and was like, because they somebody said like send the snail into space. Uh huh. But then like, but
4: then you never die, and then right? And, and the, the snail takes the only, everything. Yeah,
3: the the snail is just gone. Your only way to perish is <laughs> gone in the vastness of space. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Probably.
4: Yeah, because I feel like with that money you could set up a pretty good. You know, like you pay somebody. Let's say sixty thousand dollars a year, in their whole job is to make sure if a snail gets near you, they, they swat it away. <laughs> you
3: have to like buy a new house every so often.
4: Maybe I guess. This, well, you this could snail buy, you buy you like look. a
0: house on each coast and just fly back and forth.
1: That's pretty good. Oh, wait, you, so you could you could just put the snail in a jar?
0: So, well, it's I'm a scenario be- that's be- no- the beach ball is the snail in the scenario. Yes, exactly. Okay.
1: It was just a thought I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, as you look back you're reminded of this because when the beach ball it touches the zombie and it bursts into liquid. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you head deeper into the cave. <laughs> as these figures disappear into the darkness, you continue to follow your bracelet, uh, and you do continue to see these uh, vampires that have been sucked dry. You do get to a point uh, in this cave, it appears to have collapsed. As if this is the the end of the tunnel. However, you do also notice that the bracelet is now pointing backwards.
3: We gotta look up. Yeah is it is it
4: backwards and up or backwards and down or just?
3: I assume that like you're holding it straight out. Now it's back behind us. Like we went past where.
4: Right. I want to pinpoint a little better where it made the flip. I okay. Guess. Sure. Yeah.
1: You do try to point it upwards, but it it seems like it's uh, dependent on which way you're facing. So. It does appear like whatever you were looking for, you have passed.
4: Okay, so I want to go back to where it, like, passed.
1: Okay, yeah, and you do, not too far, maybe six, seven paces backwards, you do see that it points to one of the vampire corpses, which is dried. This vampire in particular is very ornately dressed in sort of this blackened, very thick leather, and you do see this, it appears to be very strangely emanating this green mist from its skin. All right, I want to rummage through its pockets. You do uh, run your hand through one pocket fairly easily, and as you attempt to reach towards the another one, it's almost as if something is magnetically pushing you away from its other pocket.
4: Like magnet strength where I notice it, but I can still push through?
1: You are As you get closer and closer to the pocket, you find that it is, in fact, impossible for you to get close to it.
4: Okay, I want to... Delicately and respectfully, grab this guy by his ankles and like shake him like there's lunch money <laughs> for whatever's in this pocket.
1: Uh, yeah, and as you do pick him up, uh, you hear a sort of a noise come out of him, sort of a uh, and out of his pocket falls this uh red object that is tear shaped. Dibs, I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, he dibs it. Hey, are, are you alive? He's still shaking him. All right, it, do- it doesn't appear like he's giving any sort of intelligent response. Boom,
2: <laughs> <laughs> we gotta move. <laughs>
1: You get closer and closer to this object. It's almost as if gravity is pushing outwards. and You can even feel it pulling your nails back from your hand as they oh, become gosh. the closest things to this object.
0: And we're trapped in
1: here, correct? Other than fighting through the, uh, the octopus. Yeah.
4: So uh, as we reach for it and we start to impact where the gravity is totally inverted and we can't push through... Does the teardrop move at all? Like, are we affecting, does it have an aura that we are affecting?
1: Doesn't okay. appear like it. Seems like it's, if you attempt to grab it, it rejects you. It's this sort of gravitational magnetic push. Okay, Belkson's still holding this guy up by
4: his ankle, and then he goes face to face with him, eye level.
1: Hey, how are you holding this thing? He doesn't seem to give any sort of intelligence response. However, putting him so close to your face, uh, you, you sort of see his mouth open. And he sort of attempts to lick at you with this dried tongue. I let it happen. (laughs) (laughs) He says a movie. Does does he look threatening at all? Does he look good? (laughs) Uh, He does not look especially threatening, being so malnourished. And in fact, it's strange because you would imagine a creature would be dried down to its flesh, down to its bones, but it's almost like the bones themselves have been dried. They're so thin and warped.
3: Give him some fruit. A little fruit. (laughs) Gonna eat the fruit. Gonna put fruit in his mouth? (laughs) Yeah. Okay.
1: You just sort of see the tongue sort of mush it against the roof. Is he still upside down? <laughs> yeah. Okay. You sort of yeah. see the, the tongue sort of mush it against the roof of its mouth. It's almost as if it purposely spits it out. Uh, and you do notice inside of its mouth are the two large fangs.
4: I just want to try and put his body near the tear. Like, I'm still holding him by his ankle, but I just want to, you know, try and put, dip him like a chicken <laughs> tender in <and> honey mustard. <laughs> right. it. Yeah.
1: His, his fingertips are like hanging above his head because he's upside down. Yeah. They do brush against this uh, teardrop.
4: All right, you guys got anything? What do you think, Orgot?
0: I'm
1: going to stake him.
4: Okay. Yeah, okay.
1: I try to stake him. Okay. Uh, and you do successfully. And in fact, uh, when you do, uh, you see all of the other creatures in this cave sort of uh, writhe and scream and yell uh, loudly, over the even over the beach ball. Yeah, how close is beach ball? Not close. It's, it's basically the same spot, but just bouncing <laughs> vertically. Okay.
2: <laughs> it's coming. It's coming.
1: <laughs> There's like a slight incline that it's about to hit. It's like, boom. So we not
4: much time. Eventually,
1: it's going to launch towards you.
0: I think of him as like the the bouncing DVD logo. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's got to be in the deck. Never
1: DVD logo. He never quite reaches that slant. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you see all of these other vampires, these creatures on the floor, writhing and screaming. And you do, in fact, see, see this sort of blackened mist fly out of their bodies. It does clear away, at least momentarily, the octopus. Uh, the force is so great.
0: Is Can we he... try to grab the...
3: Does the stone is, is, seem affected? Dead?
0: Does he dead? Does he appear to be dead? He does appear to be dead. Can we try to grab the
4: tear
1: now? hmm Your experience is almost identical to Felix's.
4: This is going to be a little messed up. And I put him down face down and i'm gonna put one robo foot on the like top of his back and then just yank off both of his arms (laughs) all right just like that's correct i'm with you so
1: far it's pretty messed up
4: yeah pull them out of the sockets and i'm gonna use them like grabbing (laughs) hands to pick up the tear. (laughs) that's
1: good uh you are able to yeah (laughs) we did it
0: (laughs) okay i want to get some rope and tie his arms together (laughs) so it doesn't fall out
1: okay and you are able to do so successfully Perfect. We did. We did it. <laughs> we got it. Go <laughs> We got the teardrop we came for. I can't wait to tell Groovy about it.
0: All <laughs> oh, right.
4: <laughs> Caleb's looking at his like later man notes. He's like, yeah, they ripped the arms out of the sockets after they killed the <laughs> vampire. Falling right into M- my
1: trap.
0: Check mark. Yeah. <laughs> Why did we need this? Now we have to get past this this beach ball. <laughs> <laughs> mm.
1: The beach ball is still bouncing in place. Uh, However, the other creatures, oh. the still started to lose interest since he's unable to get so tightly into the cave
0: and the the zombie is goo now because he's the the beach ball (laughs) the the pterodactyl has no eyes yeah
1: he's sort of just whimpering in the corner now that he's blind okay
0: so yeah i guess we wait till we don't hear the octopus anymore then we
4: can just get out of here
1: okay yeah and as long as you do continue to wait yeah the octopus eventually loses all interest and heads back out into the the sea
4: Caleb, did we have an understanding, even as like players, uh, what the different kings represented capability wise? I can't tell if we knew before we were searching for them, or if that's something we learned upon meeting
1: each of them. It is essentially we we learned upon meeting them. Okay, gotcha. it's known that they they all four of them held great power. At least to your knowledge, that was your best bet of finding someone to help you.
4: But we learned like nature for the first guy, architecture. Or not architecture, but like engineering, I yeah. guess. And like and then I guess the third one is just gravity strong. <laughs> I don't know what the, I'm trying to think of what this represents really.
0: Yeah. Well
3: it's a tear job. Red tear job is probably supposed to be blood and they are vampires. Are you carrying the arms with the <laughs> with the gem?
0: Uh yeah, I'm carrying it like, like a, a like a bundle.
3: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like that would to be bedrock. a pretty strong
4: <laughs> weapon, <laughs> these two arms. Yeah.
1: Gravity propulsion <laughs> arm hammer.
3: <laughs> okay. Does it feel heavy?
1: Uh, it is relatively heavy. the The teardrop itself, it feels almost like it's made of lead. It's so heavy. It's about the size of a big softball, but teardrop shaped.
4: I'm not afraid anymore. And then Buxton
1: starts walking toward where the beach ball was. <laughs> all right, it uh, is. <laughs> all right. As soon as you walk past the beach ball, it hits the slant and flies deep into the Whoa. cave. <laughs> 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 it's like, do I have to Get dodge down. it? No.
3: All right. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're all exactly one but spot. You, yeah, you
1: all do. Like, sort of like. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> then it's just gone
3: okay perfect <laughs> turning all the vampires do down. we hear it like uh, bounce off the back of the cave
1: it's coming back i guess that's a good point yeah you should, you should just go yeah <laughs> just go now while We're it's not this way all right you successfully step out of the cave <laughs> into the hellscape uh <laughs> you see the land is covered to the point that it may be practically inaccessible traveling on land is going to be like rock climbing essentially
3: is there any blood anywhere you don't see any I could give it some of my blood. I could do like the old blood packed hand thing to see if it drips some of my blood on the gym. That worked well
0: when Gil tried it on the.
3: Yeah, this <laughs> always works. My blood, my wish, right?
1: <laughs> 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 nothing,
3: nothing wrong comes from a my blood, my wish. I'll try it. Might as well. Do I have to even roll for it? No. I mean okay. unless,
1: unless you want to really make sure you don't chop your hand off. Although I, you could roll poorly and not right, you chop yeah. your hand off. You want to take your time. You're able to, you are able to do that. Uh, You do sort of cut down the the side of your hand, just a tiny little piece uh, and squeeze your hand. Not like in movies where they cut the whole hand open. No, for some reason. That doesn't make sense. And as soon as your warm blood does touch the object, uh, you get a vision. Uh Uh, You see yourself standing in a volcano and dropping this drop into the volcano. The magma itself turns red and so does the sky as blood starts to rain. You see these two large fangs grow from your mouth, and then you are back.
3: Uh, I probably don't want to do
1: any of that, <laughs> honestly. You okay, Felix?
3: <laughs> yeah, it's not the first time I've had like a...
1: <laughs> this might be like the fourth. <laughs>
3: above, above game, is
0: this where the Cenobites live? <laughs> this Because vulca- they were in a volcano, it, right? It, yeah,
1: it could be, yeah. It does appear like he was on top of the volcano as opposed to living in it somehow. Okay. Cenobites. Yeah, they were very uh, briefly you, in we Mount Taco. When we smoked the
0: Mount Taco, we got visions of the Hellraiser oh. <laughs> creatures oh. in, the, in the Badlands. Yeah,
4: okay.
3: <laughs> I guess I'd tell you guys about that. Might as well. Kind of cool. It's all, all right. right. We probably don't want to do that. I think being a vampire, what we saw happen with those people vampire back there. Vampire buffet. That was probably not good. But
4: So Belkson takes a sit on the comfiest-looking Grimanko, and he says, so... Just to clarify, we've got probably a pretty effective flower based on what we know. We killed the guy.
3: Yep. And he looks Waited. over the door.
4: <laughs> and we've got this teardrop that we don't know what it do.
3: We assume that it like sets off some sort of apocalypse and whoever drops it in turns into a vampire.
4: So it could be like a double negative sort of situation. Where we're experiencing a current apocalypse and we could kind of cancel it out with another, you
3: think? Right. Maybe we could become vampire gods. Sure. That is as a
1: last resort. Yeah. Uh, Will each of you give me intelligence rolls? That's a 16, 18, 12. Yeah. So uh, you do recall from your time with uh, Blaze and Lloyd, vampires are notoriously do not have souls. So if We turned all of these Gurmenkos like
4: throughout the miniverse, into vampires. There are no souls to suck. And then Boksom looks up at the sky to see (laughs) Caleb's face made in (laughs) stars. Yeah? Okay, all right.
3: Or if we just turn ourselves, we'll be safe.
4: So, our option in this scenario is we resolve double negative. We do resolve (laughs) the current problem, but we're all vampires. Don't know how that works for me personally. Think I have a soul? Don't think I can become a vampire. You don't have
3: a soul. Oh, well then. Okay. <laughs> what do, what, do, what do you <laughs> care? Why didn't I stay with Groovy? <laughs> oh, is are we worried about the souls of everything in this realm? I was wondering if our about, like, I even thought this knew was, about that. I thought a yeah. giant monster was just going
1: to destroy it. Uh yes, but it's being drawn in. It's essentially your your realm is becoming tastier and tastier because of the Demenco ma- souls. The mass amount of souls that have been poured into it. So it's like a bright light in the darkness. I have blue gemstones, right? From
3: the Lloyd, I stole some of those blue water droplet gemstones. Does it does Worms. this blood gem look like that at all? Yes. Can I take some of those? Can I put one of those and try to move it to the blood gem?
1: You notice that they are very similar. The way they're they shine pearlescently, and very yeah. very similar. So it's likely that this was forged from those.
0: Do you know where this volcano is? Did you get that in your vision?
3: Did
1: I get that in my vision? Maybe if someone else were to take a second look, I'll do it, uh, and you as well. Uh, as you, uh, do you cut your hand all the way open?
0: I give it a little more blood than Felix did.
1: You do cut your hand open, and you squeeze your blood onto the uh, the teardrop, and your vision is a bit different. Actually, uh, you see yourself over this uh, enormous forge deep underground, uh, and you place the tear into this forge. And very similarly, this mist pours up into the air uh, through the flume. You can see the sky turning red, and the dwarves around this forge all grow fangs as well.
3: So basically, we have our options: is turn everybody in the whole world into a vampire, uh, option- at least
0: everyone in that area where it's right. gonna rain.
3: Option two's basically, uh, well, option two's gone, I assume, which was just to ignore it and hang out with Groovy forever.
1: His ship is still functional.
3: Right, but the fish people hate it. It's us. full of angry fish people. Pizza, They're understanding people. And our pizza floated away.
1: We it, it, will, it will be hard to get to without a pizza. We we Certainly.
3: Do, Yeah, I mean, like they've seen what happens with we explained like all the wall incidents. <laughs> like it's just another incident with a. Ducks was
4: just shouting as you explained. I'm not sorry. It's who I am.
3: It's what I do.
4: I'm a wall mom. It's not a face.
3: <laughs> and then I guess three is. I assume like the, the arborist's like whole thing was just... He built a bunch of pocket universes so we could use the Taraxacum to like make another pocket universe and just get out of this one and abandon it.
4: See, yeah. I had the thought that we could lure the whatever the monster is to us and create a pocket dimension to trap it in.
3: But in theory, it can just go between. So this would just be kind of did, like...
0: Yeah, do we know? It's like a extra-dimensional creature, right? It has
4: slipping technology. <laughs> yeah, it certainly would seem like that. So, if we could get it here and but slip its wings,
0: if we could get it into a pocket dimension and then destroy the taraxicum, maybe we could just completely write it out of existence, maybe,
3: like lure him and then destroy that universe. could be worth a
4: shot. We would have to have something there that's even greater than the pull of you know this we'll
0: get, dimension we'll get of like uh,
3: Bill.
4: We'll get, i was we'll I was get. literally i was thinking a shot of like we need one soul so pure so delicious and sweet and then it just cuts to yeah. him under just this mountain of and put bill in a dress and then him have him hike up one leg sexy <laughs> Bugs yeah. bunny bill yeah but i do think that we want to head back to Pinnacle, the sabaro's slice To sabaro's for a slice and then back to Pinnacle. And then back to Pentacle because I think we want to like pool our intellectual resources, like talk to the professor, talk to you know, see if the I I think just within the world, not so much affecting the game, but like confirm that our theories related to the Tarax can make sense and that we can I don't know. That what we're thinking of doing works. Okay. In some meaningful sense.
1: So how about this? For the the sake of time, both in reality and in the universe please discuss and help with two people that you'll be able to invite to this council for advice. Well, for
4: definitely Oakleaf. Yeah, that
1: was my vote. Professor and Bill.
3: Smell your <laughs> and, Bill. <laughs> and Bill and the
1: corpse of William Quickensky. Just because traversing this world now is so... Terrible. Arduous, sure. two people was probably all the time you have. Probably Don John, right? <laughs> We're
4: gonna need a financier. <laughs> no, he's out of money. <laughs> yeah, he is. What was the fox uh, woman's name again? Vigmora. The prince- Vigmora. It probably Since she said us on this yeah. quest. Yeah. Probably her. Yeah, I think that's Vigmora. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, let's do that. And we tell them about Mega Truck Mayhem and all the beautiful <laughs> things that <laughs> we've <experienced. laughs> oh. visibly
1: weeps in the quiet <laughs> montage. Did I?
3: Did I swipe an N sixty four? Can I roll to see if I was able to? Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. After you murdered Groovy. <laughs> did you, I'll did take you that. raid? You?
0: I'll take a really red panda and, a, and an N64.
1: 16. 16, you were able to. Yes. Yeah, I got something good. But yeah. all, but <laughs> no, all it has is it. traveling. Uh, it, it is incredibly arduous. In fact, let, let's use the old RPG layer 2.0 feature here, if I can find it. Okay, we're going to use the painful outcome table from the RPG Layer 2.0. Some of these may have been used already. I don't recall. I didn't cross them out. Will each of you give me a D10? We'll just do the outcome part, not the the rest of the story. A three. After intense negotiations, it is agreed that the only fair punishment is to glue the bottoms of your feet to your butt cheeks. What did you do to merit the... <laughs> I, I think seeing you climb... Uh, with this uh, severed arm and a gemstone and a magical flower.
0: So offensive. Most of the but... society
1: has uh, decided that you are to blame for this yeah. terrible catastrophe. This is your penance.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm like doing too
1: good of a job.
3: so Everybody's mad at me. Yeah, whatever you have to tell They're yourself. They're
1: jealous, yeah. <laughs> They're us of your power. Nine. As a form of apology, you agree that a local mouse musician can use your teeth as a stand-in for his xylophone.
0: Aww. I pop him out and hand him to him. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Do his, te- Do his teeth grow a- back? Huh? Do his teeth grow back? He's got dentures.
1: Oh. <laughs> he, did, he tried a lot of things with heroin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he gives them to uh, Moki Mouse. <laughs> <laughs>
4: the musician?
1: Yeah. That's a 10 for Belks. Uh Waiting in the long, shade-deprived line to get all this settled, legally speaking, the hot sun burns your tender flesh. All right. Yeah, you sort of see the the clear varnish coming off Aww. on your shoulders, and he still has that burnt and warped leg from like three <laughs> episodes
4: ago. Anybody have some aloe? <laughs> what about you, Mokey
1: Mouse? <laughs> 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 okay. So after after all, all all through this, and your this adventure has been made even more painful, particularly for Felix. <laughs> And for uh, Mokey Mouse, <laughs> and for Mokey Mouse, you are able to gather Vic Mora and the Professor. Uh, you're able to meet and sort of this. Can
0: we also invite Mokey
1: Mouse? <laughs> I, since we since we were there, he, he very politely declines. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> he does
4: talk up a little sour before he leaves, though. They have like a conversation. Her and a carrot, <laughs> it's warm. And he's talking to her. Okay,
1: they're all ears. You explain the situation to them. Uh, what sort of ideas would you like to pursue? Uh, what information would you like to gather?
0: I think we would like to find out if the trapping them in another, trapping the creature in a pocket dimension, using the taraxicum to erase that dimension would A, work, and B, if it does work, how would we go about luring it?
1: Through Vic you're able to learn that though the creature does exist outside of these worlds, these realities, uh, it's certainly possible for it to exist within one of these realities. And because it is sort of this extra-dimensional creature. It's infinitely large, but also infinitely small. And Basically, all that is to say that it, it could exist in a reality, but there's no telling what sort of form it would take, uh, what what the ramifications of something like that existing in a mortal realm would be. Uh, that's beyond the, her understanding. However, it's it's certainly possible to get it into a realm and cease this realm. and It would have to conform to our reality while it's there. As for drawing it in, you'd probably be on your own
4: the uh like escape plan is uh, turn everything to vampires, <laughs> if that
3: doesn't yeah. work. does this turn yeah. everything into vampires? Yeah, can we
0: ask about the tier?
1: Yes, in fact, on this one, give me an intelligence roll.
0: 11. 8.
1: 13. Okay. Uh, the professor, in fact, does recognize this kind of object. It's written about in the Histories of the Elves, uh, although this one looks a bit different from the one in the Histories. Uh, the one in Histories was known as the Tear of Mortis. And it's said to have been what brought life to the mortal realm itself. It's a very similar object. What was your question about it?
3: We told me about the vision we had and if that'll turn us into vampires. Yeah. And so it can r- the ramifications at large.
1: Right there. And yes, you, you would expect that because this is such close, so closely tied to the tier of mortis, uh, which sprung mortal life, this would probably affect all mortal life.
0: I don't really want to turn the whole world into vampires. No, I
3: don't. I saw (laughs) Daybreakers. The world into (laughs)
1: vampires. Daybreakers. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So the, the bubble ship is off the table, true? Yeah. Or at least, a, like the or or at least out loud. Is, it's a summer home. It's not
4: a part of this operation, but it's gonna be it follow
1: yeah, we'll follow up on it. We'll come back. Yeah. You you imagine there probably isn't much time left. And even if there is, you're not sure how much longer you could even travel in this world if, like physically the bodies are getting so high.
3: What if we turn everyone to vampires here? And then we
1: could undo it, but we don't have the thing to undo. Could one be made? Within the time limits, that would be that'd be a difficult thing to do. Not that it's impossible.
3: Well, like we would have more time to
1: undo that. As long as we take care of this imminent threat, like we, some, yeah. Right, you could recreate more mortal the mortal realm. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. It's certainly possible if this one was created. But unfortunately, this is out of the knowledge base of Vic Mora and the Professor.
0: I mean, I guess we have to go to the volcano and toss it in. Yeah.
4: So, it, it seems, as best we can figure out, the thing the creature wants is the souls.
1: Right. Vic Mora even explains it kind of like the reality is an apple tree. There are millions and millions of apple trees in the woods, but now there is one apple that is ridiculously bright. It's a candied apple. It's a candied apple. There's one caramel dips, delicious (laughs) apple. And that's your world. And probably all the trees will be torn down on the way to yours. We know that being a vampire rids you of a soul. Does it rid this
4: universe of the ambient souls that are now floating around it? One would assume. Okay. Yes. I was going to say, if we're vampires, we have unlimited time to figure out Someday, a way to resolve it. But knowing but, how
0: Lloyd acts, if you're vampires, you we might not want to do that once we're vampires.
4: One, also, there will be no food sources at that point because everyone will be a vampire. I've, I've
3: seen daybreakers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sam Neil will tell us what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Neil, help us! <laughs>
0: so yeah, we look at, up into the sky, the constellation next to Caleb is <laughs> Sam Neil. I get shoved out of the way. <laughs> A quandary. I think, I think that's our only option is to... Em-
4: immediately? To unsoul
1: everyone?
0: Sure. Yeah, we'll deal with the rest later.
1: <sighs> okay. Uh, then the professor sort of smacks a map onto the table. Uh, and you do see that there are three very famous volcanoes. One deep in the center of Dragonfall. One in the frozen north. Uh, essentially the north pole of Jorgington. Uh, and then one in the Badlands. And
3: which one did we see? The vision was from the, the Bad
1: Badlands. Land. Yeah, that was your vision. Yeah, you the think? the biggest of the volcanoes. Large. Well,
0: the close the closest one is the Dragonfall one.
1: The closest one is the Dragonfall one. You would have to travel through Miasma or over it, and then yeah. you have to deal with Miasma once you drop down into it.
0: How long? Just estimating, how long would it take to get to each one, and how long do we think we have
1: before Doomsday? Uh you would imagine it is very close, Doomsday. Uh in fact you, you can even sense reality starting to break down as if the, the creature itself is approaching. It's almost as if you're you can feel your the matter that you're made of shivering.
3: Dragonfall is Yeah, <laughs> pretty much.
1: Yeah, Dragonfall would
3: that be
0: the hardest one to get to.
1: It would be the one that with the most uncertainty, unless you, you cleared out all the miasma. Can
3: Vic Mora help us? Uh, yeah, she
1: can. Okay. Uh, and so the professor too. We might as well like bring everybody. Right, and the professor even traveled on one of Twixel and Schwitzel's, who is now Twix Schwitzel's. Twix Schwitzel, yeah. Uh, one of their flying devices. We used
0: all our split tokens, right? <laughs> right? I mean, we haven't
1: used
4: those since. We well, used fresh? them all. They're oh, gone. Okay, I thought we got them back. You in ruined their so. life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Dragonfall is the closest by a lot, but there is a miasma to deal with. But we can fly. But you can fly, so getting to the frozen north, surviving there might be a challenge. It is incredibly cold, but it's not. Well, fire is that out. the
0: next closest one?
1: That's yeah. the next closest one. And then the furthest one would be Badlands. The Badlands, which is you can't miss it. And in fact, you probably if you all you had to do is put it in the lava, you wouldn't even have to go to the summit.
0: I mean, that one is
4: where our visions were, so
1: maybe yeah.
0: that's
4: the one we're supposed to go to.
1: For what it's worth, we do
4: know someone who can traverse the miasma. And then he shoots out a cloud of Miasma out of
1: each hand. Doot, doot. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <gasps> <laughs> oh, God, oh, God! And they teleport through it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah you pu- puff it over Vigmora, and then it, she's
4: just gone
3: when it dissipates. <laughs> oh,
4: well.
0: <laughs> I kind of think we should try for the Badlands one, even that's, though that's it's the, far of of the story. Yeah. 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 Okay.
4: Uh, I, w- I want to see
1: some Cenobites. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, and, and looking at the map and gathering what supplies you have, unfortunately, because of the state of the world at the moment... It's going to be short on fuel. You're barely just going to be able to make it and food. So you're It's a one way
4: trip. Could be. Do we get like the little notification that's like, if you have any side quests, <laughs> you need to do them now? Yeah. <laughs> this is your last chance.
1: <laughs> right. Okay. To be continued. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, guys, that was an intense one. I'm excited to see where we go next episode.
0: Had fun. Had fun. I agree.
1: I think it's fun, too, whenever,
4: uh, as rules light as we get, because we've always done kind of a, even when we were doing 5e, a very narrative-focused thing, there have still been a handful of episodes like this one where it's like, all right, even though this is narrative-focused, we are playing a game. How are we playing this game? Yeah. When it even it may not be the most listenable experience, but I really enjoy like those <laughs> episodes where we figure out what's the word like we wanting plan. to tell together. Yeah. yeah, those are fun.
1: Uh, Bobby, who's your secret winner this week?
0: Uh, my secret winner, of course, is the immortal, eternal beach ball Jamaica. <laughs> 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 will, we will all hear the bounces and our nightmares <laughs> for the rest of our lives. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, and my. Secret password is I am Pazuzu. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll talk about it. Yeah.
3: Uh what about you, David? Who's your secret one this week? Uh Lloyd. Oh Lloyd Stanley. Oh. Now everybody's gonna be just like him. <laughs> and he'll be a god. Uh my s- password is, is de-win-a-mon. <laughs> Cinnamon is DeWinnemon.
1: Cinnamon.
0: My name is Cinnamon. Here I, here I come on. Cinnamon. cinnamon.
1: Yeah. I thought you were doing Cuban Pete. I don't, I don't know I what am, that is. My name is Cinnamon, <laughs> and this song's from The Mask. chick chick boom chick uh, okay. chick
0: boom
4: chick <laughs> ah, chitty bang-bang, chitty, I love
0: you. Smokin'.
1: <laughs> uh, Spencer, who's your secret winner this week? My secret
4: winner is Octopus Germanco, mm. um with his little cute hat. <laughs> and uh, my secret password is, I love you, Sarah. I mean, Rachel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> More on that later. Uh, my secret winner this week is Zomanko uh, for being killed by the only thing that can kill a zombie, <laughs> a beach ball. Boom. Sort of an honorary beach yeah. ball pick. Is the beach ball that powerful, or is the zombie that weak to beach balls? One way to find out. I guess out. we'll never find out. Find out next episode whenever it gets turned into beach balls. <laughs> okay. Uh, and my password, I couldn't think of a good one, so I just said Judd Nelson. Oh, okay. <laughs> he needs a shout out every once in a while. <laughs> for Judd. Do you guys want to play? What could have happened? Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Do you want to read through the Jermankos while I get this? I will.
0: Okay, we got giant spider. Thank God. So
1: there's two. I was trying to think of things that would survive a fall from the sky. I took some liberties with giant spider. (laughs) Okay,
0: chair. (laughs) Yeah. Really long legs. <laughs> yeah, because that
1: guy would come out and he would just be walking immediately. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh,
0: lots of ants.
4: <laughs> we talked about this, <laughs> did we? Yeah, about like if you dropped ants from really high, oh, they would fall right. and be okay. But if you dropped a person from really high, right, they would right.
1: not. Ooh, well, we didn't find. And so out. if
4: you dropped a giant from a very small height, would it just explode immediately?
0: This would be a tough one. Smoke. Oh yeah, smoking. <laughs> Uh, legally distinct Iron Man, uh-huh. carrion worm. <laughs> oh, ghost butler. I thought it said ghost butter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, plastic grocery bag, <laughs> and tooth golem. Ah, oh, that's <laughs> right.
1: I think I think at that point I was just like I just want a tooth golem. <laughs> I don't know how it would live. Are
4: there any particularly juicy? Uh, like rapidly skipped episode. Bits. Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna hit one for you that I really hoped you'd get. This is the success on the opening. You are gathering information on the best time to enact your rescuing slash capturing of Orgot, while explaining your situation to a group of fishermen who are attempting to clear the sea of the Germankos and the Germankos of their jewelry. You are overheard by a barbarian penguin by the name of Crimson Flipper. He is voiced by a special guest of the episode, Josh Brolin, oh. and he joins you on your adventure. You've unlocked the potential for a special success in the Action Act. Oh, oh you, wow. a- you guys actually didn't get any of the special ones because you failed everything. Oh, wow. Oh, I <laughs> did uh, multiple yeah. specials. You mean you skip to the Action Act? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or so any if, of the specials along the way. Yeah. So if you would gotten a success after that in the Action Act, things are going well at first. Things escalate, of course, as any good adventure does. Because the Crimson Flipper has exceptionally high constitution, Mr. Brolin decides CF will push Groovy out of the way of the charging rhino. The Crimson Flipper, in a freak chance of fate, is killed. There are a few laughs at first, but then mostly silence. Mr. Brolin asks to be excused, and weeping is heard coming from the bathroom. After an hour of waiting, we realize the door is unlocked and discover that Josh Brolin has scuttled his way out of the tiny bathroom window. <laughs> His agent calls the next day and offers us a role in his next film to keep this to ourselves. <laughs> 16 months later, we make our major film debut in Goonies 2, colon, Goonamania. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is a success. <laughs> well, that was, that was fun.
3: We also have a Patreon.
1: We do have a Patreon. We're going to be recording an, an episode that will cut. You will... It will be out by the time you You will have already heard this, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Bobby, what are we doing this week? This is your Uh, choice.
0: This week we're doing pizza with Pazuzu. Pazuzu. (laughs) Pazuzu. Where we eat some brand of pizza and talk (laughs) about both made simultaneously Exorcist prequels, Exorcist the Beginning and Dominion prequel to the Exorcist.
1: (laughs) Which after having watched them, it is actually really interesting that both of these movies exist. I thought they were just two prequels, but yeah. they're very connected.
4: It, it's kind of like saying, though, that like if you slept in a tent for a night, and at the end of that night you turned that tent into a t-shirt that you then wore, <laughs> both of those things don't exist. There's only one thing that really exists. The fabric is the same okay. across right. both items. Right. I got so. you. I got you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you can follow us on our... We have a link tree. Link slash... Tr. Quest for adventure. It's got all of our socials and the link to our our Patreon. Our what's the new what's the new social media that I can name drop real quick? the
4: Social meds. Uh, we've uh, got Threads. We, yeah, we, don't th- threads yeah, uh, Mastodon, we don't have one there. Threads. Yeah, uh, Mastodon. Yeah, we don't have one yeah. there. Blue Sky Social. We don't have one there. Grinder.
3: What Maybe? about what about Truth Social? Are we there?
4: I got yeah? I we, a few. Gri- we need to be on Truth. we have been on Truth Social. Oh, just retweeting Mr. In,
1: Trump. At least in spirit. <laughs> now you guys probably already know this. But I don't get any of these jokes. <laughs> uh. I think that's it for this week, everybody. Yeah. Thanks for listening. For the finale. Go eat at your local Sbarro's. They need it. <laughs> Thank God they do. Frank. four
4: cool guys four <laughs> co- in a world and one butt man <laughs> <laughs> hey you're listening to four cool guys and the butt man
1: oh look at that butt oh my
0: god that's a butt <laughs> <laughs> stop uh, it stop Allah, Allah.
2: Allah. come on,
4: with your butt up
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and now let's
4: send it to traffic
2: this is good podcast